1: John Leinetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, eleven fifty a.m., eighty-eight point five FM and ninety-four point five FM streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks for joining me today. It's Friday, June fifth. We got a great show in store for you. Father Andrew Winchittle uh, is going to be on talking about Sunday's gospel this Sunday, of course, and a little spiritual check. Jake Epstein is going to be on, a seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be ordained to the diaconate on June twelfth. We're going to talk all. About about that and his journey throughout seminary today. I love getting to know our seminarians, soon-to-be deacons and priests. 745 Gary Zimak going to be on the show, author of several books, including A Warrior's Guide to the Bible, From Fear to Faith, Stop Worrying and Start Living and Give Up Worry for Lent. I think you sense a theme there. He comes on every month to talk a little bit about our Give Up Worry uh, segment. We're going to talk about, uh, e- of course, everything going on in this season right now, uh, Ecclesiastes uh, three, chapter three, verse one today, so. Uh, we're going to talk. In that we're going to take that from his book. Start, excuse me, stop worrying and start living. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day coming up today as well. Things are a little bit slower here on the end of the uh, studio, just for the simple fact of a a big uh, storm last night. So we'll hang in there, but uh, hopefully everyone stayed safe. I saw some limbs down as I was driving here today, so there was plenty of trees that got affected on that too, and. Uh, yeah, was not good. Of course, I, I slept right through it. My, my wife was the one that, that told me all about it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen.
1: Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your News and Sports. News and sports with Mark
3: Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Yeah, a little choppy uh, with the uh, connection today. Uh, kind of typical of your uh, your you know celebration, of your birthday. Out mm-hmm. like a lamb, and uh, and uh, the next day is like a lion. That's that's typical. I <laughs> well, suppose. that's
1: what my name means now. Little lion.
3: Little lion. Hmm. Yeah, Leonetti. Yeah. Did you have a good day yesterday? Did you get the celebrations underway? I, I noticed the. Uh, the closed street signs were all taken down when I got home, so you must have got it done early. <laughs> I, with your yes, parade.
1: we uh, we had pizza last night, so got to order some pizza and uh, had a ice cream sandwich with candles in it to uh, to blow out for the thirty fifth birthday. Yes.
3: I see. Well, yeah, that's right. Thirty five years young. Congratulations. Um, Pizza, huh? Well, tonight is to me and sons for our family. We look forward to to me and sons on Friday nights. We've been ordering takeout once, sometimes twice a week we can splurge but it's tonight it's to me and sons but there you uh, go. pizza sounds good for a birthday you can't go wrong there the kids blow did you take turns and shifts with the kids uh, blowing out your candles? well they know, let me do that
1: they let me do that yeah just the three and the five oh, that's the way okay. they, that's the way that one rolled but uh, yeah you know they they get excited <laughs> about that it was fun tonight we'll have mom and dad and my uh, brother-in-law and sister over for uh, for some steaks the, the, tonight's the real celebration
3: I see okay well we'll let we'll let that be, but uh, yeah, we had some storms move through this morning, and uh, I know it's affecting some of our equipment here on the remote side, but uh, yeah, we had frequent lightning hail and fifty sixty mile an hour winds come through about uh four thirty here in central Iowa, six thousand people right now out without power, so some of us might be listening to your show, John, this morning on battery, mm
1: mm-hmm. that's what I've seen and heard, so we'll uh we'll get through it.
3: Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how this all transpires. Uh, right now, the severe thunderstorm warning is now in southeast Iowa down towards Otoma. but currently at the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, we have uh, a cloudy sky starting to, uh, see peaks of the sun. 66 degrees with a south-southwest wind at 8 miles per hour. And yes, about 4:30, uh five o'clock this morning, rain moved through. We had a severe thunderstorm warning here in central Iowa during that time. And uh, numerous trees down and power is out in some areas of central Iowa this morning to make your way on your uh, Friday morning commute. And today we will see mostly sunny skies later on once the clouds move through. A high of 88 degrees north winds at uh, 5 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight... Partly cloudy. We could see an isolated storm possible down in southern Iowa. Overnight low of 65 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry. Beautiful day for your Saturday, a high of 84 degrees. Sunday, more the same. Partly cloudy, dry. And windy, a high of 90 degrees. And our warmest day will be Monday. Partly cloudy and very warm, a high of 92 degrees. The extended forecast next week. How about this? Highs in the lower 80s and upper 70s at times next week. A chance of uh, storms on Tuesday. Well, in the news, on this Friday morning... Uh, The lifting of the coronavirus restrictions is starting to show up in unemployment claims here in the state of Iowa. The number of first-time unemployment claims dropped dramatically in the last week as more businesses opened back up. There were six thousand nine hundred twenty claims last week, which is down almost fifty percent from the week before. It's the first time in eleven weeks that first-time claims have gone down. The number of continuing Weekly unemployment claims was down by 13,000 to just over 165,000. The state of Iowa paid out more than $51 million in unemployment uh, claims. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and we're just about uh, 10 days away from the opening of the Iowa high school baseball and softball seasons. That'll begin on Monday, June 15th, and we will be carrying Dallin Catholic baseball and softball right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Our first game is scheduled for Wednesday, June 15th. It'll be a baseball doubleheader. Lincoln at Dowling. The game will get underway. First pitch at 5 o'clock will go on there about 4.50. Joe Stacey will at the call that night on Wednesday, June 15th. Dowling and Lincoln here on Iowa Catholic Radio High School Baseball. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 66 degrees, the sun trying to peek through after the storms have moved through down to southeast Iowa right now with a south-southwest wind at 8 miles per hour. And today it will become mostly sunny throughout the day, a high of 88 degrees with north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your friday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo
0: iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates kemin and mercy medical center Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: We are accident-free, and no problems to pass along at this point. Wet roads and construction, so just be careful as you're out and about. Thanks to Builder a Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder a Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's Travic and Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Probably the most famous of all the Gospels, John 3.16 today, or Sunday.
5: Yeah, that's right, uh... Made uh, largely popular for a certain generation, anyway, by that man with the rainbow wig at sports events. Yep. And uh, so here we have. Uh, we've just gone through the Easter season. Uh, finished up last weekend with Pentecost. So uh, this is coming in that trail, uh, in in that context. Uh, it, and we we found out what God has done for us through that Easter season. He became. One of us, he suffered and died and rose from the dead and has offered us eternal life. And now part uh, focuses largely on, again, his action uh, within humanity uh, and for humanity. Um, now we come to a better understanding with Trinity Sunday here in the Most Holy Trinity uh, as to who who God is uh, and to really get uh, to a better understanding of his essence, who, who he is and his. We're told he's, he's a God of love, and um, is a love that's so great uh, that, that as, as Heavenly Father, He gives His only Son, and He gives His Spirit to us. Uh, and uh, you, you can speak to this as a, as a father yourself, is, is to give your son to somebody else. Um, and imagine, especially if they're sinners, even if you know that they're going to do something terrible to that son, it's
1: a lot like giving of yourself. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, I love what you said right at the beginning of this, Father. You said uh, he did not just send his son in the world, but for the world. And you see that played here uh, in the Gospel when it says, "God for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. I think sometimes we forget that. That, that God did not, you know, Jesus did not come into the world to condemn it. Now, he, of course, condemned certain actions and tried to get the world back to right order, which was towards God, away from chaos, disorder, and sin. But all of that, in a sense, was to save them.
5: Right. One of the ramifications or consequences of His becoming one of us is then our response. What do we do with that? Do we accept that love and that grace, or do we reject it? And in so doing, uh, then then we, as you mentioned before, we condemn ourselves, basically. Yeah.
1: Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. John three sixteen through 18. A very short one, but uh, as you said, Father, this is probably one of the most... Uh, popular ones that, um, that that we know of. and yes, this is this is the heart of it all right here. you know, God becomes incarnate. God comes into the world. God breaks through into the world, which no other God, by the way, Father, and I want you to speak to this for a second, has done. No other religion makes such a claim that God himself walked this planet among them. There are teachers, there are gurus. Uh, there are prophets, but there are no no other religion can make or has made such a bold and radical claim that God becomes incarnate.
5: Exactly. Yeah, that's what sets Christianity apart. Is uh, is Buddha, Confucius? They didn't claim to be God. Uh, they didn't say, "Follow me." They said, "I have a way." Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus Christ, as, as we he's said before and elsewhere in Scripture, is, "I am the way and the truth." And for life, uh, so th- all these things are synonymous with him because he's God incarnate. That's what got him in trouble with a lot of people. Is this is, and Saint Paul says this in one of his letters. This is a great stumbling block, mm-hmm.
6: uh, and,
5: and rightly so. Uh, it's hard for our human minds to fathom this, uh, but with great faith and hope, which we, in, in for a number of reasons, um, need throughout our life, especially right now in our society and culture. We need those things, uh, and here he is offering it to us, and and, uh, we can graciously accept that. And and it doesn't mean we will still completely ever understand the the mystery of the Trinity and the great love that God has among his three persons uh, and for us, um, but it it still will bring us greater comfort and solace than anything else ever will.
1: Yeah, C.S. Lewis tried to make the analogy, and again, all analogies lack here, but that God uh, becoming man would be like man becoming a, a slug to save all other slugs. You know, I, I, he lowered himself so much. You know, you can imagine if I was to, you know, go home and say to my wife today, honey, I, I need to go save the slugs, and I'm going to become a slug like like them to save them. I mean, it, you know, you'd look at me like I'm nuts. Right? And, and again, that pales immensely, eternally, in, in comparison to what God has done in lowering himself to become one like us, his creatures, in all things but sin. And he does so, again, not to condemn us, but he does so to save us, and, uh, and indeed he does. Uh, Father Andrew, would you give us your blessing this morning?
5: Sure. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Father Andrew Winchill everyone. John three sixteen through 18 this Sunday. Talk to you soon, Father. God bless. All right. Jake Epstein coming up right after this. Seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines. Going to be ordained a deacon on June 12th. Uh, we're going to have his vocation story right after this. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Friday, June 5th. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks to BC Roofing. Dean Bell a Bell Construction, 9634494, residential re-roofs like commercial jobs all throughout central Iowa. And Dean, he's with you throughout the entire way. Yes, the bidding process comes out with this team, even cleans up, makes sure that everything is done to his standards, standards that have kept him in business for the last 30 years. 9634494, residential re-roofs, Bell Construction, 9634494.
2: Support for programming of Catholic women now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not.
8: Um.
5: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org.
4: Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ.
8: Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out, because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity.
4: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150 whoa, whoa.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the Morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Appreciate all of our underwriters here who continue to allow this show and all of our shows to stay possible. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, you're one of them. Full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually goes wrong. And I've been... Uh, on that end, and I, I don't like that. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to our next guest of the day, seminarian for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be ordained a deacon June 12th. Jake Epstein joins me. Hey, Jake. Morning, John. What goes through your head, man? What, right now, what are you nervous? Are you excited? Maybe just a, a plethora of emotions?
9: Well, yeah, I mean, all of those things. All of those things, of course. Um, it's a big... I mean, just like anybody before their their wedding day, right? You're making a lifelong commitment. Um, in my case, a lifelong commitment to to the church and to this vocation. I'm convinced God's calling me to. Um, but you know, this is why God gave us a memory, just like uh, just like some a uh, man or a woman before their wedding day, right? Might might be nervous, but they got to remember all the reasons that they're marrying this this person, right? I got to remember. All when I when I think, wait, why why is uh, why am I doing this? You remember what God's done in your life, right? And all the reasons I'm doing this, all the reasons over years that I'm convinced this is what God's calling me to. When did this um, start for you? Oh man, in, in eighth grade when I got confirmed, I uh, picked Gabriel the archangel nice. as my confirmation saint because I wanted to announce the good news, you know. Um, and that really got me. That planted that seed for me. That, well, I mean, that's what priests do. Of course, that's what other people are are called to do as well in their life. But it took me a long time, though, from there to uh, four years after college, finally entering seminary. Uh, God had to be very persistent with me, keep bringing it up.
1: Uh, when you first told family and friends you were thinking about it, support?
9: Um, yeah, I'd say uh, maybe some hesitance. I didn't. Uh, I didn't do what you should do and discuss this with my family, discuss this with friends until I was applying to seminary already. Hmm. You know, I, uh, I really kept it real close to the chest. Um, didn't share, which wasn't the best way to go about it. Right. Really? This is something, you know, you should be able to bring up with your friends, with your family. Um, I, I didn't do that. I had a lot of hang ups about what other people would think about it. What other, whether other people would approve, you know, um, but yeah, I'd say my folks—they had some reservations because they had no, you know, they didn't know what seminary would be like. They didn't. We we were friends, family friends, with with a few priests who'd been in our life. Um, and so they were, they were. We were faithful, faithful Catholics. But um, you know, they wanted to know, well, what's he getting, what's he getting himself into? Sure and, and, so I, and say, I think that's normal. You know, I mean, you're, oh, you're their absolutely.
1: son. You love them, and it, you, they love you. And um, I remember when I told my mom and dad I was entering seminary, my mom cried because she didn't want me to. And then when I left uh, three and a half years later, my mom cried because she didn't want me to leave. You know, I mean, it was <laughs> a whole a whole mix of emotions through through parents and friends, and and as you said, your your parents and friends went through that. Now, uh, I'm I'm sure they've come full circle here.
9: They have, they have, and I think what helped them was. I mean, over time, just seeing how happy it made me. And then also meeting other seminarians, meeting their families, um, and starting to understand what I was getting myself into. Right, That just takes a little time.
1: Who is the priest that's had the biggest impact on your
9: life? Well, I'd say the priest uh, who was a real friend to our family and was really influential to me was uh, Father Franzen, who was uh, a priest down in the Diocese of Springfield, Illinois, where I grew up for 12 years. Hmm. Um, and he was just such a witness to, you know, a joyful man in love with the Lord, a servant of his people, and he, uh, you know, he was a friend of my family. He brought my he, uh, brought my fa- my dad into the church through our CIA um, and really went all out to, to serve the people of God to whom he was assigned and uh, to show them his love for them. And you, so that was a real inspiration to me.
1: What, now, when, when he would come over, or you would see him, I mean, was that when you started thinking, I can do this? Was there a book, or how did that process... I know you said after you were uh, in eighth grade confirmed, um, that's when you really started thinking about it. But, of course, you know, you can think about it, but you, you got to really do some of the work and the heavy lifting here, as the Lord's going to place some things in your life along the way.
9: Yeah, that's right. I think when I... I finally thought could imagine myself doing that when I met some seminarians, uh, which wasn't for a while. After college, I, I took a trip to Rome with some sort of "use it or lose it" vacation time at the end of the year, and I uh, through a, some mutual friend, I, I met a, a seminarian at uh, the North American College there, and then through him, all these other you know young men who were seeking after the Lord's will for them. Um, and that was a real inspiration, because <laughs> they were regular guys, Yeah. And, uh, and I'm a regular guy. And so then I could, after meeting all these young men from all over the country, it was a lot easier for myself, for me to envision myself doing this. Because um, I sort of had an image, well, what's a seminarian look like? Oh, he looks a lot like me, you sure. know, um, so this is something I could do. Um, yeah, and that was an incredible help.
1: Community changes people, um, and, and I want to talk about your time in seminary here because now you you entered, you uh, you went through it all. Um, best best time or best moment or, or memory you have of seminary? Oh man! I know you're not done yet. <laughs>
9: yeah, I do have another year. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say my very first year, I was in. Uh, you know, studying philosophy like you do your first your first portion of seminary and I was in living with all the men who were also in their first year studying philosophy, a little bit separate from the rest of the seminary. And uh, you know, I came in really not knowing what it was gonna be like, wondering if i was uh joining the monastery, um, but then to those evenings spent in the you know, in the living room with all these other men just come from, you know, there were some lawyers and some engineers, some men right out of college, some a uh, couple guys in their 50s, you know, after after whole careers coming to seminary and all these different experiences, but all men, just the, the conversations um, and the camaraderie there was really beautiful and was really what confirmed for me, you know, that this was part of what confirmed for me, this was where I belonged. Um and so that's a that's a favorite memory for sure.
1: What are you most looking forward to in becoming a priest?
9: Well, to say celebrating the Eucharist is is the obvious answer, but maybe <laughs> it's a little bit of a cop out. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that and the, the sacraments, I mean a priest gets to be a part of most of the most important moments in so many people's lives. Sure. Both both beautiful moments, you know, baptisms and weddings. And then sad moments, you know, when uh, loved ones die, but to be a part of all those moments uh in all these different families' lives is uh is something i 'm really looking forward to it 's a beautiful thing
1: and you've got to take care of yourself too, um, you know as you know, because if you 're not going to be taking care of yourself it 's going to be hard for you to take care of uh, others and and the most important way you can do that is to pray uh, and i 've always said, "Give me a priest that prays that 's all I want mm-hmm. uh, you know they they can make mistakes and uh, of course, there's sinners too, um, and I, I just want a priest who prays, and that's enough for me. And, and in seminary, they teach you that. Of course, when you go out and, and you become a pastor or you assist at different parishes, you don't have that kind of uh, community, if you will, that, that you've been formed in. So how do you plan on, when you do leave seminary, how do you plan on keeping that prayer, that fire for God uh, alive?
9: Well, I've already seen the challenge of that. I've been here at St. Boniface in sure. Waukee for a week and a half, yep. and, and, yeah, the days are hectic. Mm-hmm. So I think that commitment to a holy hour every day and f- scheduling that in as uh, at, at the beginning of the day, because things just pile up, right, and as a top priority, right? It's just as important as, as anything else you could schedule that day. Sure. Um, and, and protecting that time. I think because that's the prerequisite for any anything else that's going to be going on. Right is is making the time. It's the same in any relationship.
1: Yeah, in that
9: relationship with God.
1: And some people may say, "What do you mean a priest who prays?" Of course, that's their job. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> there's there's no doubt about it. But at the same time, you know, you you have you got 98 things that are placed on your desk. A day, you're only going to be able to get to three of them. You've got a ton of people that, that need you and, and that are calling uh, for you. You've got you know uh, responsibilities at the parish. Our priests are busier than ever, especially in today's day and age. So I've seen it. It can happen. Um, of course, I, I hope it doesn't. And I know most of my priest friends are very vigilant to their prayer life. But that's, I think, the biggest thing right there is making sure, as you said, you, you take that time with the Lord. Uh, Mother Teresa said she wouldn't be able to do anything she was able to do without that time with the lord and i know uh in seminary they're teaching you to do just that i i i learned to pray in seminary you know right right in seminary I just wrote about that the other day uh, uh jake and and i just i hope and continue to pray for our seminarians and you to be able to go out and be those uh those model men that i know that that god is shaping you to be just can't thank you enough for saying yes to this vocation man it's heroic it really is it's heroic and i want you to know that in today's world
9: well thank you john
1: keep up the good work Jake Epstein, uh, and you'll be going back to seminary
9: when? Well, in uh, at the end of August. So I'll be here in Waukee this summer. Um, yeah, and then at the end of August, hopefully we'll be uh, gathering in person. I think that's the plan, but of course we'll the Lord knows, and so we'll find out in good time.
1: How can we pray for you?
9: Well, I hope you'll pray for me and Brad Roby and Reed Flood. The three of us are being ordained uh, next, a week from today, next mm-hmm. Friday. Um, and pray for us to be good ministers to God's people and uh, faithful to the Lord in our service.
1: We'll do just that today, Jake. God bless you, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, John. Congratulations. Jake Epstein, going to be ordained a deacon on June 12th, again, with a couple others, and we'll have some of them on uh, coming up before that as well. Good stuff this morning. I mean that every bit of what I said, friends, when I said it's heroic today. If you or someone you know is thinking about joining the seminary, and I don't want to just say the priesthood. Of course, you got to be thinking of the priesthood to join the seminary. But if you're thinking, well, maybe you have been thinking of the priesthood for a while, but you don't know if you want to jump into the seminary or not, I think the best thing you can do is just visit one. Just visit. You know, I, I, uh, I remember doing that myself. Uh, you can call up Father Ross Parker. He'll be able to aid you in that. Uh, of course, this fall, uh, you know, barring that everyone's back together again, but just take a visit and see, and I think you'll find exactly what Jake found. Normal guys that are seeking the Lord, that want the Lord in their life and want to help others bring the Lord in their life as well. We've got some great seminarians here. We are so fortunate. Coming up, second half hour, Gary Zimak, friends, uh, author of several books, several books, and I think you get the uh, the theme here when it comes to worry. He comes on each and every month. We're going to talk about Ecclesiastes today, chapter 3, verse 1. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. That'll be our monthly segment today. Friday, June 5th. Oh yeah, we made it to a Friday. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International formed in 2001 by Doc, Dr. Jim Blessman. And we can't thank him enough for this partnership that we have with him here at Iowa Catholic Radio. And that partnership continues. Of course, we try to aid and help them get the word out of the great work that they continue to do in Limpopo, South Africa. And they are doing great work defeating children and families all throughout uh, there, and and beyond as well. I mean, you see the work that they've been doing since 2001, it doesn't just stay in one area, it continues to billow out, and that's what they've done. Thank you, BlessmanInternational.org. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection.
10: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was teaching in the temple area, he said, How do the scribes claim that the Christ is the Son of David? David himself, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how is he his son? The great crowd heard this with delight. The Gospel of the Lord The popular expectation of people in Jesus' time was that the Christ would be a great warrior king in the lineage of Israel's great king David, so they're delighted to hear Jesus say this. Have you ever said and or done anything profound that later you made you wonder what was the inspiration behind it? The inspiration doesn't come merely from human agency. It has its origin, like in David's situation, in the Holy Spirit, which we receive at Baptism and Confirmation.
8: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com.
10: Did you know you have a choice in your
11: child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: We made it to a Friday. Thanks for joining me today. June 5th, John Lee in the morning. Gary Zimak coming up here soon, author of several books on giving up worry for his monthly segment. We're going to talk about uh, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1, as he wrote about and Stop Worrying and Start Living. All right. That's good, too. I always save some good time for, uh, for Gary. Went a little long with Jake, but that was a good interview. I really enjoyed hearing from him and uh, really enjoy hearing from our seminarians just in general. As I said, we've got a great group of guys there studying for the Lord. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God,
2: our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus, and the Church,
1: pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports.
0: News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello,
1: sir.
3: Well, good morning, John. Uh, happy Friday. Yes, it is finally a Friday. And uh, celebrating all the and Nations household. Uh, your birthday came in. Like a, a lamb and exited this morning like a, a lion. Oh my goodness, we had some storms that went through early today.
1: Yes, they did. Uh, I Again, I didn't hear. I just saw some of the, the destruction out there. But uh, my wife, I woke up this morning, I said, did you sleep well? She said, no, not when the snor- storms came in. And I said, well, yeah, I, I guess I didn't hear anything. <laughs>
3: Yeah, frequent lightning. Uh, we had a uh, 50, 60 mile an hour winds come through the metro about 4:30, uh, five o'clock this morning. We were under a severe thunderstorm warning at the time. And 6,000 people uh, losing power, uh, 6,000 households uh, during that uh, severe thunderstorm warning, and. Uh, had a little bit of hail with that, too, and high winds. A lot of trees down. That's why the power outages. So be mindful of that as you navigate through uh, uh, the metro here this morning. As it's, The storm has made its way down to southeast Iowa right now.
1: Yeah, be careful out there. I avoid some of those limbs. I saw them on the ground.
3: Yeah, that certainly is true. Now, you, you were talking to uh, uh, one of the uh, folks, one of the seminarians, and I know your mom, those those tears that she had both times uh, when you left and came back, Yeah, those were tears of joy when you went into the cemetery, uh, seminary, John. Uh, tears of joy. He has finally <laughs> left the house, and we've put him into the hands of some uh, tremendous bishop and uh, uh, pastors. And then when you came home, those were tears of sorrow. That's what He's it was. He's back huh? home again. Uh, that's, that's uh, There was tears all the way around, I but they were different wondering. meanings. That's what I'm trying to convey.
1: I see, and that that makes more sense actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, love your mom, Julie. She's she is a saint. She's a saint for being a teacher all those years in elementary school, and a saint for being your mom. Oh, no doubt about imagine. that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right. Any plans this weekend, my friend? As uh, pretty good day to, uh, the rest of today and tomorrow looking pretty good and also on Sunday
1: no well, mom dad brother uh, brother-in-law and sister uh, coming over tonight for some uh, steaks just to celebrate the b- day and that's it mm-hmm
3: Okay, well, and, and stay safe and, and enjoy. That sounds like a that sounds like a winner to me. I think so. As uh, we move forward, right now from the W H yeah from WHO TV thirteen weather desk meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in the morning at the Mercy One Studios, we have uh, cloudy skies, sun peeking through. so we're now, now partly cloudy skies, sixty six degrees, a south southwest west wind at eight miles per hour. And today, it'll become mostly sunny throughout the day, a high of eighty eight degrees with north winds at five to fifteen miles per hour. Uh, tonight, partly cloudy. we could see an isolated storm mainly in southern Iowa overnight low of 65 degrees and then tomorrow partly cloudy, dry, high of 84 degrees for your Saturday more of the same on Sunday uh, but a little bit more windy, more wind with the uh, weather, a high of 90 degrees and on Monday will be our warmest day of the week uh, partly cloudy and a high of 92 the extended forecast for the rest of the week uh, highs in the lower 80s upper 70s all next week with a chance of storms on Tuesday well in the news on this uh, Friday morning the lifting of coronavirus restrictions is starting to show up in unemployment claims here in the state of Iowa. The number of first-time unemployment claims dropped dramatically in the last week as more businesses opened back up. There were 6,920 claims, which was down almost 50% from the week before. Now, it is the first time in 11 weeks that first-time claims have gone down. The number of continuing weekly unemployment claims was down by 13,000 last week. The state of Iowa paid out more than $51 million in unemployment Benefits. Well today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print High School Sports getting a a start here with practice going on for high school baseball and softball and the uh, opening night will be one week from this Monday. It'll be June 15th as high school baseball and softball teams will have their first games and our first game on Iowa Catholic Radio as we continue our coverage of Dowling Catholic Baseball and Softball this summer will be Wednesday, June 15th that'll be Dowling's home opener and the Lincoln Rails come to town take on Dowling Catholic. We'll have both games on Iowa Catholic Radio radio of that baseball doubleheader beginning at five o'clock. Joe Stacy with the call. His pregame show will get underway about 450 that night. So join us for high school baseball, the opening night for Dowling Catholic, the home opener on Wednesday, June 15th, Lincoln at Dowling. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, partly cloudy skies now, 66 degrees with a south-southwest wind at eight miles per hour. A reminder, 6,000 folks without power here in the metro due to those storms that came through. We had a uh, 50, 60 mile an hour winds about uh, 430 this morning. Today it will become mostly sunny, a high of 88 degrees with north winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti show coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Still a good drive for us this morning. No problems to pass along. Just to keep an eye out for that construction while you're out and about today and through the weekend. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who, are dedica- uh, who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today saint took a country under his wing and worked with them to build them into a Christian nation. Saint Boniface today was a Benedictine monk who gave up his position as abbot to travel to Germany at the request of Pope Gregory. In the, in, in the region that he served, Boniface found many problems in religious practices. What little religion he found had lapsed into paganism often because of lax or disobedient clergy. Boniface wrote to Rome describing the situation, and the Pope responded by making Boniface the regional bishop of Germany. Boniface's work to reform the church in Germany was fruitful. Across much of the region, he brought the clergy back into adherence to Catholic teaching, and his efforts made their way into the laity as well. However, in the north of the region, Boniface encountered greater resistance. He pressed on and was eventually martyred along with 53 companions, men and women he was preparing for confirmation in what is today the northern portion of Denmark. We ask today, Saint Boniface, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, Attorney at Law, for underwriting our saint of the day. Experience in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you, 224 1776 That is 515-224-1776. Gary Zimak coming up with his monthly segment on Stop Worrying and Start Living. Gary Zimak, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Linetti the Morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran-owned family. With a wide range of high quality hardscape services, including paver patios, I saw those. Sidewalks, retaining walls, saw one of those. Premium boulder walls? Saw a couple of those. Window wells and more. When I went out to Winterset to see their work. Passionate about their work and service that they provide. Five one five four nine three ten sixty five 493 naturescapes dot com. That is five sons naturescapes dot com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, June 5th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday tomorrow is Father David Numkra. Father Numkra is pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Exira. Happy birthday. Celebrating a birthday on Sunday are Fathers Vince Razanke and Dominic Asim. Father Razanke is among our retired priests, and Father Asim is pastor of Assumption Parish in Granger. Happy birthday. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with John and Mark Parrish of Caldwell Parrish Funeral Home. They'll be discussing the many changes and challenges of having a funeral during this COVID-19 pandemic. That's this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher
8: Collins.
4: You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company. Providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Suns Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Suns Naturescapes online at FiveSunsNaturescapes.com.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leanetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Friday, June 5th. We made it to a Friday. And we made it to Gary Zimak, author of several books, including A Warrior's Guide to the Bible, From Fear to Faith, Stop Worry and Start Living, Give Up Worry for Lent. What's next, Gary? Are you working on another one? I am, John. It's going to be one coming out in a few months. It's
11: uh, Let Go of Anger and Stress, Be Transformed by the Fruits of the Spirit.
1: So I'm excited about that one. Look at you. I love that. Let go of anger and stress. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You just always... And John
11: the, way, John, the way we do that is through the uh, the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, we have to let the Holy Spirit work in us. That's the secret.
1: You know, I, you, you really try to hit the, the, I don't want to say hard stuff, but you really hit the stuff that people are struggling with. So many are struggling with worry, anxiety, fear, anger, stress. I mean, so much of that today. And you know what I find, Gary, is in the Catholic world, there's... I guess, I don't know. I mean, there's not a ton out there on it.
11: You know, John, you're right. You're right. And that's why I feel empowered to do what I, what I have to do, because there's not a lot out there on it. And you know what, John? So many of us are living it. What I talk about is, is my life. This is my struggle with anxiety. And right now, my wife is really battling through some serious anxiety related to this coronavirus hmm. thing. I mean, you talk about those of us who like to be in control. This is a control freak's nightmare. Yeah. I mean this is a rem- right, I mean this is a perfect storm. But it's also an opportunity for us to grow closer to the Lord and John, that's all I want to do. I want to help people to understand that that God wants to be involved in our daily lives. He's not just there on Sunday. He's there. He's there to help us and he can help us and we could find peace even in the midst of the storm. I'm living it, brother. I really am.
1: Let me ask you this, uh, this yeah. little d- different direction, and, and we'll, we'll go here in a second, but what do you do to those people out there that maybe aren't struggling with anxiety or, or stress, but they're living with someone that is, uh, what yeah. What do you do?
11: I think the best thing you can do, now, having gone through it myself and being an anxious person by nature, uh, and, you know, I never realized my wife was really struggling the same way. The best thing to do is support the person, to be there with them, not to tell them, don't worry. Yeah, Think about happy things. I mean, because if you're in the midst of a panic attack, that's not going to happen. But just to let them let them know, I'm here for you. And to, if they're, maybe if their faith is a little weak, maybe if they don't know Jesus, to introduce them to the Lord, to pray with them. And, and you know, my wife and I are getting through this together. She's growing closer to the Lord by leaps and bounds through this through this process.
1: You know, that's what the Lord can do. I mean that's in, in a yeah. lot of ways a, a, a paradox or something strange that a lot of people, um, a lot of people may think that, that in those times of stress and, and anxiousness that the Lord is, is drawing us deeper into Him, and we may not oh, yeah. understand it, uh, and certainly right, it doesn't always right. feel good at the time. and that you know the stress no. and anxiety doesn't come from God himself, but what God does is He uses it and can use it to bring about that greater good as, as we've talked about on this show before.
11: Yeah, John, our faith grows the best uh, in the storm, and that, that's why the Lord took his apostles into the storm several times, not to scare them, but to, to let them see what he can do in the storm. He's bigger than the storm. Yeah, You know, John, he is. He's bigger than the storm, and he can be there for us. But also, I don't want to rule out, and if anybody's listening, don't feel like you you have a bad faith, uh, your faith is weak, or you're doing something wrong if you're scared. Listen, some people have to go for therapy, and be on medication. That's that's necessary in certain cases. Yeah. So we don't want to rule that out, but we just don't want that to be our first uh, course of action. We want to give God a chance to work. Well, the first lives. course
1: of action is always turn into the Lord. And then, yeah. as you yeah. said, what the Lord can do through that discernment and, and through listening to other people, bring you to what it is and the healing that you need. And, and for many people, as you said, it's therapy. It's uh, uh, counseling yeah. services. Um, and I know the Diocese of Des Moines um, has uh, you know different... Uh, ways to be able to plug people in uh, that maybe not right. can't even afford that. But yes, as you said, this is we, we turn first to the Lord in, in all things that we do. This month, we're talking about Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1.
11: Yeah, this is a good one, John, because, well, first of all, we're all familiar with this verse. This is
1: Ecclesiastes
11: 3, verse 1. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. John, John here's here. this is pretty funny. When I wrote about this in Stop Worrying and Start Living, I, I talked about the fact that If we look at our problems as being temporary, which they all are, then they're a lot easier to deal with. So whatever suffering we're going through in this life, it will end at some point, either in this life or when we die. So just the thought of our problems being temporary, just the thought of, well, I'm going through a valley, I'm in the desert right now, I'm suffering, just the thought of knowing, well, that will turn around at some point. At what point, I don't know. But the fact that it's temporary to me Makes it a lot easier to bear. Now, what's funny, John, quickly, I, last night, you know, I thought I had what I was going to say to you, but something else happened to me last night. Our power went out. Hmm. We've been having a lot of storms here where I live in New Jersey. The power went out, and I thought, you know what? If I just knew it was going to come back on in an hour, this would be a lot easier. But there's so many outages right now because of some storms. This could be days. Turned out the power came back in two hours. But knowing that. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when this will end made it a lot more difficult to deal with than the fact that I know this will come to an end. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to say today, you're struggling. It'll come to an end. It could be tomorrow. It could be today. Hang in there and continue to just tap into the Lord's power.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes I think we can think about it like one catastrophe or one suffering after the other. What what do we do Mm -hmm. when, when things are going well?
11: When things are going well, that's. I'm glad you asked me that, because that's a time when we don't get too comfortable when we realize that, well, uh, things are going well now. I'm on top of the mountain now, but one day I'm going to be in the valley again. I know things won't always go well. The storm is coming. So what I can do is kind of store up some of those good feelings, some of that, that uh, confidence in the Lord and the recognition that, all right, this is a good time. So that when I am in the valley, when I'm in the desert, I can look back and say, well, you know, I was there before. Things were going well. The Lord fixed that unfixable problem. I believe he can do it again. And I think that's helpful, knowing that we're going to get out of this. We will get through this.
1: Yeah, you're, you're kind of touching on, in a lighter form, spiritual consolation and desolation. I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is this kind and, of and the it, basis it, of, of your writing here? Again, in, it, in kind of it, a, a lighter it, yeah. form.
8: It
11: is, John, and that's why I love uh, Ignatius' teaching about this, because we were going to have these consolations and desolations, those periods of dryness, those periods of euphoria, um, but we just can't get too bent out of shape by them. The Lord allows these desolations to happen for a reason. He allows the consolations to happen for a reason. John, there are a lot of times when I pray and I'm not feeling a thing, and initially that freaked me out, and I thought, I must be doing something wrong. Well, no, the Lord withdraws these good feelings sometimes, because he wants us to seek the gift, the giver, more than the gift. If mm. I just look to pray because it's going to make me feel good, well, then I'm going to forget about God. He wants me to grow closer to him. So, yeah, that's that's what this is all about, consolation, desolations, all part of the spiritual life.
1: Stop worrying, start living. Um, that's not your most popular book, though. The most popular book of all time that you have written is yeah. Give yeah. Up Worry for Lent. Uh, yeah. and, and I feel like that's a book that people can read even if it's not Lent. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, but John, let
11: me give you some news. I haven't gone really public with Uh-oh. this yet, but "Give Up Worry for Lent" has a follow-up coming in the spring of next year. It's going to be called "Give Up Worry for Good." Wow! And it really is. It's for people who want to continue on with "Give Up Worry for Lent." What do we do now? Well, there's another book coming, so give
1: up. Stay worry tuned for good. information on that. I yep. like it, my friend. This is that's pretty exciting, man. You uh you're busy. You're working away. Uh, I know you know I am. You're, you're at a parish, yeah. aren't you? No, not anymore. Oh. Back
11: to full-time ministry, doing more writing than I ever have, doing a daily podcast now, and also a daily email devotional. So if anybody's interested in getting this uh, Let uh, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled devotional, it's free of charge. Every day you get to hear from me in your inbox just by signing up at followingthetruth.com
1: followingthetruth.com friends go sign up there today Gary is uh, one of the ones that I recommend at the top of the list for a ministry and bringing him into your right, parish as, as things start to kind of get back together friends I know there's a lot of priests and, and uh, director of faith formations and, and those that I hear from that listen to this show consider Gary bringing him in whether it's just an event or, or, or a parish mission or something that he does uh, right here in central Iowa Gary just is as I said at the top of my list for it and could do a great Great job for your parish. And maybe something you want to play in for the fall, later in the fall, or something in the spring. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd, I'd get them on the calendar quick. Gary Zimak, talk to you soon, brother. I appreciate it, John. God bless you, my friend. All right, that's followingthetruth.com, everyone. Ecclesiastes three one. Go take your Bible today and open it up to Ecclesiastes three one. Kind of thumb through the Bible a little bit to try to find it. You know, that, that sort of like, where you kind of find it a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'd probably have to do that, too. But uh, nonetheless good reflection for today puts this show puts this week in the books my friends thank you for being with me today and throughout the week we'll be back with you live from the mercy one studio monday deacon tony would you give us your blessing
2: heavenly father protector of all who hope in you bless your people keep them safe defend them prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy they may persevere always in your love in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. with
6: one desire just to know you and to make you known. much more Out to show them who you are. So, living water flowing through, gotta we thirst for more of you.